1: Chiefs and the Bucks square off Sunday for the first time since Super Bowl 55.
2: They're one of not the best defense in football.
1: As both teams look to bounce back from their first loss of the season. We got exactly what
3: we deserve. We got asses
1: kicked. That's ahead in this week's press coverage.
0: You are listening to KC Sports Network, the number one podcast network for today's Kansas City sports fans. With former players from your favorite teams, informed perspectives, and former insiders, this is the place for you. KC Sports Network is proudly presented by m Bank, your partner in Possible. What's
1: up, Chiefs Kingdom? We are back with another episode of Press Coverage, wrapping up everything said at the press conference podium all throughout the week so you are ready for kickoff. I'm Marlia Campbell with KC Sports Network. Let's get started with the big story of the week off the field. My heart
4: goes out to the people in Tampa. Just
1: days after the fifth most powerful hurricane to make landfall in the U.S. hit Florida, the Chiefs will take on the Bucks in primetime Sunday night in Tampa. The Bucks spent the week prepping in Miami. Here's quarterback Tom Brady and head coach Todd Bowles. You
5: know, I always feel like sports has brought people together over a long period of time, you know, and, you know, watching different adversities, whether it was 9-11, whether that was Katrina, you know, sports has an amazing way of kind of healing wounds and bringing people together and bringing communities together and stuff to cheer for and a common interest and a common good. So I think anytime you can participate in things like that, it's a great feeling. And, you know, I know it means a lot for us to have the opportunity to go out and play for our fans always. But, you know, after what so many people have gone through in the state, you know, it's it's great to go out there and, Give them something to cheer about. What we do is really small entertainment
6: for people that go through a lot of rough things. And hopefully, you know, we can provide that. So it's bigger than just the football team, number one. Uh, number two, just making sure the players' families are safe and the coaches' families are stay- safe and everybody on the staff is safe yep. so they can concentrate on football.
1: Sunday, both teams will look to avenge their first losses of the season in Week 3. The Chiefs on a 20-17 to heartbreaker in Indianapolis and Tampa Bay on a 14-12 to loss to the Packers. Here's Head Coach Andy Reid and Offensive Coordinator Eric Tianamin.
4: Listen, it's a proud bunch. Nobody likes getting their tail kicked, right? So you, you got to get in and go, and and uh, that's what happens. You, you lose a game in this thing, and it's it's tough. You know, it's a tough deal, and you better feel it. And and so, in particular, from your leaders, and and uh, and we all should feel that
3: the Colts kicked our ass, and we got exactly what we deserved. And kudos to the Colts; they did exactly what they needed to do just like you guys know this because you guys have been working in this profession for a long time you're just not good enough to think that you can just show up and win that's the lesson in all of it so if you want to be great you have to learn how to take care of business every single day and as a staff it's our job to make sure that our players are staying on top of that but on top of that we got to make sure that we're holding each other accountable and we're holding our players accountable because indirectly we all impact each other's lives So we got to make sure that we're staying on top of the little things to help us moving forward.
1: A couple quick headlines to get to before we look ahead to Sunday. One, Chris Jones' unsportsmanlike conduct penalty last week that extended the Colts' game-winning drive after a sack on third down.
4: Yeah, so the officials will file a a report with the league. From what I understand, we don't necessarily get that report. We get a different report on on the, uh, but that one there, we don't. That's not one that they give to us. So. We'll talk to the league uh, once that's been turned in and and go from there but and see what information we can get. <clears throat> um, you know i I know talking takes place during games, so it was a bit what I mentioned yesterday that there were two guys talking doing the talking and we we uh we got called, so the best advice I can give is don't talk right and um I think Chris mentioned that yesterday too, so. Um, but I can't tell you exactly what was said until I see that or see what they say.
1: And two, the conversation caught on the broadcast between Patrick Mahomes and Eric Bieniemy before halftime of that Colts game. Here's the
3: thing. So obviously we have a protocol. We're talking through the headsets. Here's what I love about Pat. Pat is a competitor. You guys have heard uh, what I've said in the past about him. You want him that way. That's how you want them. You want to finish every drive in the end zone with a score at that particular time as a staff we decided you know what we're getting the ball you know uh, to start the second half off, so we just want to take a knee so obviously you know Pat being the competitor that he was that he is, you know he wasn't ready to hear that, but at that particular time, I was just trying to calm the storm y'all know who I am you guys have seen me erupt, so if it would have been a true eruption <laughs> I think you guys would recognize that. But uh, after that, that was, that was it. Yeah, I mean, we, we,
2: we talk every day anyways. Um, so, I mean, we, that, that's something that was something we don't even really worry about, and we just continue on and move forward. Um, I have a lot of trust in Coach bien Uh He's done a lot of great things for this organization and for this team, and he'll continue to push us forward to be even better.
3: One thing you guys got to notice and, and notice about me, I have no problems with players getting emotion and feeling how they feel. Okay, I embrace that. I embrace the energy and emotion that they bring because the thing that you don't wanna do is take that away. Now, could it be handled a little bit differently professionally, yes. But in that heat in the moment, you want your guys to to, to be guys that wanna go out and be the very best, who wants to come away uh, victorious at, 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 at any means necessary. So the exchange that we had, who cares? <laughs> it, it really doesn't matter because when when it's all said and done, with we gonna talk uh, a, a minute or two later and and talk about exactly what we need to do. And so there is no personal issues,
4: you know. You just keep it moving forward. I don't think the camera probably showed the reality. And uh, um, Ev was just uh, communicating. Come, you know, saying, "Listen, we'll, we'll get it the second half here. That's what we were thinking." He was explaining. situation to him so patrick listen patrick and this is what makes him great is he wants to rip your heart out on every play and every opportunity he gets so um and um he had taken a pretty good lick um the play before and um and so my decision was to to do that you know to it wasn't eb eb was just a the calming effect there and uh, uh but sometimes things look, they look different. I mean, it's, a, it's an emotional game. I mean, it's an emotional game. I wouldn't want it any other way. I That's what makes it great. And, and, um, and so, uh, and that's why we all love Pat. He he wants to, he wants to play. There are guys that will shy away from that right there and, and say, Hey, let's just take it in and, and go the other direction. He wants to get in there and, and go. Um, but that's where I come in. I've got to make sure that, Um, I I do what I think is best and Pat explained it I thought very well yesterday and let's not change Pat Mahomes man let's not change that or EB for that matter let's not change that those are those are two great men right there
1: all right on to this Sunday Tom Brady and Patrick Mahomes will face off for the first time since Tampa Bay's Super Bowl win in 2021 well all right, that's technically not true. They've met once since then on the links. Mahomes and Bills QB Josh Allen lost to Brady and Packers QB Aaron Rodgers in the match this summer.
2: Oh yeah, yeah, he got he got me in the golf, man. But uh, yeah, I mean it'll, it'll be a big it'll be a big game for us, and we've we've had a. A lot of a lot of games, and he's won he's won kind of the bigger one, So it'll be a big game for me to got to go up there and try to find a way to just win uh, as a team.
1: This will be the sixth time Mahomes and Brady go head to head. Brady currently holds a three two advantage.
2: It's special to see the things that he's done in this league. I mean, uh, the way he's able to, to change the position, uh, the way the longevity of, of great success. I mean, that's that's the that's the crazy part. I mean, if you look at his career, it's he, there's never been really a, a down year. He's always been great and had a great season and found ways to get even better. Um and he's done he's done stuff off the field that that hasn't impacted him on the field but still made his his legacy even greater. So uh um it's it's always a great opportunity for for me and my and our team to go up against a great quarterback and really see where your team is at. Defensive coordinator Steve Spagnolo said at the age of forty
1: five, Brady's not slowing down. It doesn't matter who he's throwing to, he gets it out really quick, so it makes it t-
4: hard to get him off the spot, which is what everybody says they want to do to Tom Brady, right? Um and I'll tell you what, I, I they still got players out there that, I, obviously, Mike's coming back, right, Mike Evans, and I think the tight end's really good. I think Cole Beasley will continue to be what he is, and he's only, was there a week, and the very first pass that he threw to him was right on target, and that may, I mean, he just looked, they just looked natural there together, so I think he's got plenty of weapons. Um, it, it's going to be, like we talked about it in the meeting, it's it's going to be about, first we're going to stop the run game, because, <laughs> you know, I don't want to forget about that, because uh, Tom Brady is smart enough to take what you give him, and you know he'll he'll keep the big horse cranking. And then um, the other part of it is trying to affect. I always say I try to affect his targets, and that's what we try to do.
1: That said, the Bucks offense has struggled this season. They're ranked 24th in the league in points scored and 27th in total yards. They've scored just three offensive touchdowns in three games. Something Brady would like to see change against the Chiefs.
5: Well, I certainly expect us and hope we can score more points than what we've been scoring. So, um, you know, it's a lot to, um, you know, I think we're all disappointed by the fact that we haven't scored as many points as I think we're all capable of scoring. Um, So, you know, we're three games in. I think we've realized there's things that, you know, we haven't done so well that we got to get corrected. And, um, you know, who's ever in the game, we got to go in there and, do a better job scoring points. And like I said, it comes down to a lot of different things, penalties, turnovers, um, you know, and it's making, making the right play, executing the play. And, uh, you know, if we do that, I believe we'll score points. So we just, it hasn't been at our highest level the first three weeks of the year. And, Hopefully we can get there at some point. But we're we'll work you know, we're working hard to get there. It's not a lack of discipline or
6: effort. We just gotta be smart and hone in our, our fundamentals. You know, sometimes our eyes are in the wrong place and trying to do too much and trying to see things and by the time we settle down they've gone down the field. We've talked about that, we're working on that and we'll get better at that.
7: Hey, sorry to interrupt this podcast, but I've got to tell you about our friends at Liquid Death. You may start noticing that there are strange tall boys of beer in the bottled water section of your local store. Well, fear not. It's not actually beer. It really is mountain spring water from the Alps, and it's called Liquid Death. Uh, No, Liquid Death. Why is it called Liquid Death, you're asking me? Uh, well, it's because it'll brutally murder your thirst, that's what it says here on my sheet. And their infinitely recyclable Tallboy cans are helping bring death to plastic bottles. Something that you just absolutely love to see. They also donate 10% of their profits from every can sold to help kill plastic pollution. Love to see that as well. So this is what you gotta do, you gotta go to Liquid Death and find it at your local Woodman's 7-Eleven Roundies or hy V. I go to the hy V Gas by my house here, I see it everywhere good stuff. It's in sparkling water. It's in just regular water. You can find it anywhere at, at High vee specifically is, is where I get it. Or you can go to Liquid Death and find a retailer uh, using their store locator tool at liquiddeath.com slash KCSN. That's liquiddeath.com slash KCSN.
1: defensively, the Bucs are holding opponents to a league-best nine points per game. And they're in the top five in total defense, yards allowed per play, rushing yards allowed per game, sacks, and takeaways. Yeah, I mean, they're,
2: they're one of them not the best defense in football. I mean, they have a, a great coach, a defensive coach, uh, with Coach Bowles, who's done it for a long time and done been really good everywhere he's been. Um, they have great players on every every phase every linebackers D line secondary and they play together for a while. So they're going to try to confuse you, give you different looks, uh, but they're going to fly around and make plays. So it's about us executing, uh, getting the ball in my hand and letting these other guys make plays.
3: Todd Bowles does an outstanding job. Obviously he's been in this league for a long time. Uh, he's been a great defensive coordinator. Now he's the head coach slash defensive coordinator. He has a great staff and guess what? They're doing a hell of a job on defense. So. When you turn on the tape, I guys know you got to line up and play. It's going to be one of those games. It's going to be a 60-minute dogfight and made the best team win.
6: I don't know if I'm proud or excited. The first three games, I like the effort, and I like the communication. That has picked up, and we played defense once you get past the first drive. And we talked about it this morning as we've been talking about it all week. We've given up 27 points. 20 of them have been on the first drive for so the first two drives in Green Bay's case. Uh, three to the Saints, three to the Cowboys. So we got to learn how to start faster. And we're looking for ways to start faster and communicate and play better right off the top.
1: Now, if the Chiefs offensive line didn't have enough motivation after struggling against the Colts last week, they got some extra from Bucks linebacker Shaq Bennett this week when asked how he thought this Chiefs offensive line compared to the one they faced in the Super Bowl. Remember, Mahomes was pressured on 52% of his dropbacks in that game.
8: Uh, I think they, I mean... I really don't think it's too much of a difference. I think we have a lot of favorable matchups. I think we have an opportunity to really dominate the game as long as uh like I just think yeah, we we got an opportunity to really impose our will uh, as uh past rushers, as rushers, uh this game and we could really have a like a coming out party. Cause I know we had six sacks uh, the other game, but we could really have a coming up party as uh, Edge and as uh, Edge defenders in the position group for this game.
1: Creed Humphrey's reaction? Yeah,
7: you know, I don't really pay attention to any of that type of stuff.
1: Uh, you know, I,
7: I come in and do my job here, uh, and that's what I'm focused on. So, uh, you know, for me, it's just coming in, making sure I do my job and go out and execute on Sunday.
2: Yeah, man, I trust those five guys that we have out there. I feel like we have one of the best offensive lines in the league, um, and we'll go in there with that mindset. They've
4: got a real good defensive front. Uh, it's almost the same guys that they had before and they've got some good additions in there. Um, So it's a it's a great challenge. I'm expecting my guys to rise up to the challenge.
1: While Barrett might not have a lot of respect for the offensive line, he and linebacker Devin White do expect a challenge facing the homes.
8: I learned that he's uh, one of the greatest quarterbacks that I ever faced. But obviously, besides that, he's a guy that uh, when you're facing him, you got to be patient with him and you got to be able to go car for car. You know, if he throw out an ace, you got to throw out a king, you know, type deal. So you got to be able to go back back and forth with him. And, you know, I think that's where Coach Bowles and the coaching staff come in to play. You know, they got to have a great game plan, you know, for him to be able to try to decipher through the defenses that we throwing at him as well. Hopefully we won't have to cover for a long time because the pressure is getting there. But, you know, he'll play, he's going to make guys miss and he's going to extend the plays and try to make a play, so we could. Just limit that as much as possible because it's hard to cover people for five, six seconds, no matter who you are, no matter what caliber DB you are. and We got a lot of great ones on our team. So if we could just get them on the ground when we get the first opportunity and not miss and we'll let them make us miss, it'll help our defense a lot. The running game has picked up. You know, they got
6: big offensive linemen down there. They got bigger receivers as opposed to smaller, quicker receivers. Uh, that can catch the ball very well. And they still got Kelsey. They still got Hilaire. They still got a lot of pieces. And Mahomes had only gotten better since we played him. He was great then. He's great now. He's gotten better. He's seeing a lot of things. He's running the offense well. And, and they're clicking on all cylinders as far as a unit. You know, it doesn't have to be an individual person. The unit is playing well.
1: And they'll have to do just that against the number one defense in the league to pull out a road win on Sunday. The Bucs have won six of the last seven meetings against the Chiefs, and Kansas City's ready to turn that around. Here's the
3: thing, and I say this, and I say this respectfully and humbly, okay? I don't care what took place with them. The only thing I know, we got this dirt on our shoulders, and the only way that we can get this dirt off our shoulders is to make sure when we come to work every single day, we're going to be the best player in that training room as far as getting my mind, body, and soul uh, ready to go play a physical football game. We're in that classroom. It's my job to make sure I'm presenting the right information and getting them ready and prepared to have a complete understanding of what we're expecting. As a player, I want our players to make sure they're detailing all the notes and then when it's time to practice, we're not taking anything for granted. And when it's all said and done, we're putting the right effort, the right attitude and determined mindset on tape that if we go out and do everything that we're capable of doing, you know what, we got a chance. We'll give ourselves a chance to have a chance.
1: That's it for this week's press coverage. Kickoff is at 7.20 Sunday night. Join KCSN at the Kingdom Bar and Grill in Overland Park to watch the game or head on over to the KCSN YouTube and Twitter pages for a live recap and breakdown as soon as the game ends.
0: This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently.